she made me pretty tough. Um, I, I've actually witnessed that with a lot more actors. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel it. I don't really let people's judgment come on me. I just, I am me. Yeah. And I'm usually the weird one that you have to deal with. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I know early on when I first started, I was a little more um, aware and I'd get a little nervous and then you get in your head a lot, yeah. but you really do have to, training courses will really help, but really just make sure you're always motivating yourself and talking to yourself and at, like affirming that what you're doing is what you want to do. That is what you love to do. You're doing it right. Don't let people like bring you down. Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It. A podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. Okay. All right. Let's get into it, ladies. Today, we have Sequoia Wiseman as our guest. She is a versatile professional with a multifaceted career spanning the realms of modeling, acting, and sales management. She's currently serving as the Vice President of Sales at IWG Corporate Services. She brings a wealth of expertise in customer relationship management and a steadfast commitment to exceptional customer service. Um, Her journey began in the automotive industry, where she learned skills as uh, executive sales training and developed a deep understanding of the significance of maintaining strong connections with customers. Through her extensive experience in managing and consulting, she's played a pivotal role in the development and implementation of CRM systems for multiple businesses across Canada. And uh, she's levered her expertise in sales and strategies. Take a breath, holy man. (laughs) And uh, managed to maximize the potential growth for success. Um, And in addition to her personal pursuits, she continues to nurture her passion for modeling and actri- acting, actoring, and uh, she's me today. Her yes, I'm not the only one <laughs> to enrich her life and broaden her horizons. So welcome, welcome, Thank you. welcome, welcome yeah. Yeah. Oh, that made me feel so much better because <laughs> usually I'm the one with the stutter. <laughs> I know she's rolling her eyes. I'm getting down. annoyed here because <laughs> yes. Anyway. Okay. No, you know what? I feel like we like well, I just got handed that. Well, and I'm usually just Bella's say, practicing for like five we, minutes. We have such amazing dynamic uh people on our podcast. Uh you are obviously one of them with these amazing bios. Like amazing. It's like holy cow. And that's just a snippet of who you are. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, I feel like you're a local legend. You have a very unique name, Sequoia. Anyone in the Okanagan area, as soon as you say Sequoia, we all know you because you just have that personality. So welcome. We're so happy to have you here and be able to get to know you a little bit better. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Now, this is, uh, there's a lot on this bio, as we oh, said. that bio's got a lot. <laughs> yeah, as we talked about, but we just talked a little bit here about your acting career and how you kind of started that. So give us a little bit of a heads Correct. up about that. Um, well, after I kind of pulled out of modeling a little bit, so I've, I've backed out of that and got more into the training for new models. Um, I've aged out, as the industry has said. Uh, <laughs> really? About 25 usually age out. Yeah. Are you so, kidding me? As a I model? I pushed it a little longer than than others. As a model, you age out yeah, at 25? Just oh, well, yeah. there goes my career. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually that, when it starts. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get a lot of gigs. Isn't that then. tragic? So thankfully, I've built up a lot of networking communities. And so I have a lot of friends and stuff that will still still pull me in. Yeah. Um, I've also started training a lot of like newer models and mentoring them. So yeah. I still get pulled into a lot of shoots that way. Yeah. Um, so from there, I just kind of pulled away and went back to my corporate life, but found being in the office wasn't my friend anymore. It's, I need something switching it up. So I went back to um, acting 
And the only reason reason I actually chose acting was I have a bucket list that I started in probably about 2015. And the next thing that was on the list said, have a speaking role in a movie one day. Wow. And so within two weeks, I landed my first role and I went full-time within a month and a half with acting and wow. it's just been growing ever since. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Did you like modeling though or did you miss it? Because I feel like when I, I was a kid- I actually really loved it. Did you? I did. Because I did it for a bit when I was younger and I remember very early on seeing the hair and makeup people and realizing I'm on the wrong side of this profession. <laughs> See, I started on the other side. Did you? I started in the music industry actually. I was a ah. uh, I was the personal assistant to John James. So ah. that was actually really what got me sucked in. Ah. And so I absolutely loved it. That's gotten me- uh, Sorry, that got me into assisting. And I really enjoyed the same thing as you. I would sit there and watch in the shadows. And when he didn't need me, I'm watching the makeup artist. And I was watching the crew yeah. set up lights. And I was like, can I yeah. help you? Yeah, and they were having way more fun, it. in my opinion. Because as models, we were, you know, had to show up early, get our hair and makeup done, and then sit in a corner for nine hours and wait for the show to start. Whereas the hair and makeup yeah. people were smoking and drinking. And I was like, I'm on <laughs> the wrong party. <laughs> the crew is like, I'm in the wrong party. I was like, I'm in the wrong party here. Um, so yeah, so, but that, I'm just so like stuck on that aged out at 25. Know, That's so ridiculous It's like a me. hockey player, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now I think, exactly. isn't the industry changing just a little bit? It because is a little bit because now we're more like body positivity and mm-hmm. people are a little more socially acceptable of not the probably, I don't know, early 2000s model. Yeah. So yeah. I am seeing a lot of like older models, but then you still get categorized. So oh, yeah, I'm no, not the general model anymore. Oh. <laughs> well, let me the- tell you what my personal beef is with the movie industry is that um, my girls who are 11 and 12 watching shows that are playing, portraying like junior high kids are played by 20 year olds. Oh yeah. That is a problem for me because that is what my kids think they're supposed to look and dress like. Mm -hmm. So that annoys me that we're yet putting kids like people so much older, but then we're aging out at 25. Like it's ridiculous. Not in the acting industry, mind you, but modeling, but still. Modeling actually, it kind of goes the same both ways. With yeah. that. And I have heard that problem a lot. Yeah. It's, I've, I don't know. I just, I, since I'm not a mom, so you yeah. guys probably experienced this a whole lot more. Yeah. It's just the mental um, issues that kind of come out with, yeah. with kids because that they're confused. They have yeah. no idea. It's like, am I supposed to look like that? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's a 30 year old literally playing a 16 year old. Yeah. So, look at those boobs. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and the skin yeah. and like why, you know, they're going through puberty and so they've got, you know, the, the skin that's are, kind of breaking out or whatnot. Yeah. And then they're looking at these 30 year olds or, you know, 20 year olds. Yeah. All the skin and like, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. So they're, and, and the way they dress, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the, in the movies, my kids are, you know, can't understand why they can't go to school in a bikini. They're a little yeah. confused. Yeah. Well, maybe they could <laughs> if it was break or high. Remember that show? Yes. Oh. Yeah. See, I do have a few friends that I do know that are actors and they, they genuinely look like they're 16. I have a girlfriend that is the same age as me and she is ID'd everywhere we go. Yeah. And I make fun of her. I'm like, you look 12 today. I don't know why, but you do. Yeah. So she could play roles like that. Me personally, I've never played anything. I won't actually play anything under 19. Yeah. So I try to stick between like the 19 and 38. 30 year old range yeah. um, just because it fits me and I feel like I have the experience and I also just seeing how fast kids are developing now Yeah, I'm like I don't actually think I fit into your category anymore like, yeah. I am a millennial but I actually associate more with Gen X Yeah, and so now even like Gen Z and everybody at I do not fit in there. And so it's actually, I don't believe I could actually portray what they are trying to communicate with and associate with. So, oh, well, good for you for yeah. having, you know, Thank standards you. and knowing that about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Good for Thank you. you. So tell us a little bit about, you said your acting career had just kind of, you just got into it. So how does one go about that? If, if someone wanted to, I mean, you get an agent or like, what's the process? So the first, first thing I did was get an agent. Um, I was lucky enough that uh, the agent I have now, I actually met in my modeling career. Mm. And so, um, 
I lucked out and my fiance had her contact. And so I reached out to her and she was like, sure, let's get you started. There's a few movies going on. Most people don't even realize how many movies are going on in the Okanagan. So we're very fortunate to be here. I don't I don't have to travel a lot. Yeah. The majority of the movies I, I get are Vancouver and the Okanagan. So I'm yeah. I'm lucky in any given day, they could say, hey, there's six movies shooting like down in your neighborhood and I can really? go do background. So I started with background roles and my need to help the crew and be the little assistant. I'd be like, oh, can I help you here? Because they just sit you in a corner for a long time. And um, so I got to know a lot of them and it was through who you know, really. They're like, we loved having you on set. It was so much fun. They're like, do you know, you could actually do this role or something. Or I'd start mimicking what the actors were doing when they were off set. And it just kind of picked up from there. So it was people referring me out. And they, of course, knew my agent who's very well known here. It's Shauna Whitney. Okay. And um, it just kind of blossomed from that. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously it's been very advantageous that there is a lot of movies going on around here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't really realize. I mean, I see, I work downtown and so I often see sets up, but I guess that doesn't really like, there's way more than what we even see. Absolutely. There's probably about six movies filming here right now. There's constant commercials going on wow. and the industry is just growing and growing even more in the Okanagan. We're, we're becoming the new Vancouver which is, is the right? little LA basically. So yeah, I'm very excited cool. about it. Me too. I, I say bring it. Work. Start bringing <laughs> those gonna, movie stars are you in. start a new career? Yeah. Well, I think I might just, I'm going to go work on the set. Yeah. I did say that actually, Jen, <laughs> who was on set, was on our podcast here, Jen. Yeah. Her husband's a movie producer. Yeah. And I'm always like, does he need an assistant? <laughs> and he could, but the, the reality is, and you can probably attest to this, Sequoia, the hours are long. And the she says they so are long. not favorable for a mom. So for someone who's looking to have a, a mm -hmm. mom balanced life, it's not ideal. I often think about that actually, just being on set. I, if I'm on set for 14 hours in the day, I'm exhausted. The other day I get off at 4.30 in the morning, I'm going home. The crew was there hours before me setting up and they yeah. were there hours after me taking everything down. So yeah. I, have to, I have to think about that a lot. And I think that's why crew, like they get really picky on who they work with because yeah. you will notice who actually appreciates the work that they put in yeah. and is great. Like I'm very grateful for it. I'm so happy I didn't have to help with that stuff. So yeah. you'll, you'll notice the hours are really, really long. Yeah, she says when he's doing a movie, he just basically, it's like he's not even there. Yeah. Comes home to sleep, he's gone like for two months. She's like, I barely see him. 100%. Yeah. yeah if I'm filming, there's... There is no time I even remember being at home. It's come home, drop my bag, go to sleep, wake up. I'm gone again. Right. <laughs> wow. So, um, so, and obviously for kids to get in would be the same idea. If you wanted your kids to, it would be to get an agent. Now, does your agent deal with all ages? Correct. Yes, okay. she does. And she has a lot of, a lot of children that she deals with. Um, if you're an adult going and meeting her or even just reaching out to her, she'll give you the information and everything. I know she's very strict with when she works with children, she has to meet either one or both of their parents in person. Um, parents usually sign a contract and they're usually on set with their, with their children. So okay. especially even if you're in background, like you will be on set with them and the kids uh, max out around like eight hours. If you're under 12 years old, you're never on set longer than eight hours. Mm. So, yeah. uh, that's well so Canadian kind of nice models, here yeah. yeah not like in Taiwan when my kids were in modeling and doing photo shoots it's like four hours in there's no water there's no food they're taking both of my kids back and forth like my kids are getting grumpy they're getting mad you know like the people are getting mad at my four-year-olds for like not wanting to do this anymore yeah. you know and they're in the back crying and then I'm like stop it all <laughs> I'm like mama bear came out I'm like we're done First, you get the McDonald's because they love the McDonald's. Right. Right? <laughs> uh, they need water. They need a break. You're going to like simmer down. It's not like boom, boom. Like, you know, they would pull one off, start changing them, do the, you know, and then 
showing them poses and smile, don't smile, whatever. You know, it, it took a toll on them. They, they were excited about it at the beginning, but as they were mm. getting a little bit more into it, yeah. it's just, it didn't, I didn't like it. That can be frustrating even as an adult actor. So I think you see it Mm. with the children. So I actually love working with kids on set. I love it. And we call it pumpkin. They pumpkin out. And so we'll look at them. We're like, oh, they're under 12. We're like, okay, we're coming up to a time. We're like, pumpkin. Everybody will just yell it around the set. And we're like, okay, all the kids get to go home. So it's Ah. really exciting. And we always make sure that they get their food and they get their water before the rest of us. So the main actors will get to eat. Kids will get to eat. And then the rest of us like crew and... So how do you guys deal with like, that's the thing is like, I know like I had my four year, four, five years old. They were Mm -hmm. um, like, once they're done, they're, they're done. You know, they were so. I think that's why the parents are on set with them now. So they try the best they can to get them in there. And usually if it's a scene where the kids need to be seen a bunch and they will film out of order to make sure that they get the kids done. Okay. Yeah. And they get their breaks. So Mm -hmm. that's a big commitment to have to go to the set with your kids. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. How do parents do that? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. That would definitely be a question for you. More of us stay at home. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had the time because in Taiwan I didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, I started the skincare line, but it wasn't something that I was doing. 24 seven. So I had the luxury. I could take him to Taipei Mm -hmm. and do these photo shoots. Yes. So yeah. So we would, you know, hop on the train um, and then be there for like five, six hours. And sometimes we'd stay the night uh, in a hotel. I remember I drove one time and it started to pour like monsoon style. And I had my little Toyota Yaris called her (laughs) Linda. And the wipers were just not like they're not keeping up and I'm like okay children I guess we're staying so yep. we had nothing I r- ran downstairs to like a convenience store bought toothbrushes and toothpaste and that's it we we slept naked yeah. <laughs> washed every like all our undergarments or whatever hung them up and it's like okay I guess this is a life of a mom with girls who have <laughs> jobs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess that's the yeah. thing too. I was going to say there is a bit of money to be made, right? There is. So maybe it would be, you know, as a mom, it's kind of like, okay, I can take a day off work or I can take a month. And- yeah, I'm not sure 100%, but I believe because a lot of the moms, especially the younger kids in yeah. background, you'll see the mom walk with them across in the background just behind the actors. And I believe both are getting paid. Like your kid's going to making a paycheck and you are at the same time. So okay, uh, so this, makes it worth I'm it really there. interested. Now I could start farming my kids out and making them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I did say here. I would like to get them into it. My Both of mine are so animated and just like, drama queen like especially the oldest one I say bring them I love kids on set they're hilarious my oldest one I always say we always go and the academy award goes to (laughs) (laughs) it's constantly in our house she's just so dramatic yeah Yeah. that's awesome so you're engaged I am Mm. I just got engaged last year that's exciting exciting. yes Um, we haven't picked a date yet though yeah we keep pushing it because I keep getting roles. So okay, is he we'll an see. actor too, though? Right? He is. Yeah. Yes, he acts and produces. Yeah, cool. he's been acting a lot longer than me. He actually used to be the um, original ICBC commercial guy. So oh, oh. You know, I wonder if that's one drink is right. too much when you get behind the wheel. That was him. So oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. 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 I thought Mark looked familiar. Now I want to go yeah. see if that's what. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. He did about sixty other commercials. Oh wow! So he's been here a while then, Mark. Mark's right? Born and raised here. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, he feels like a, a, a guy that kind of like everybody knows him too. And yeah. he knows like he's- Yeah, born and raised here and he worked in the city. He did the events planning for a while. 
And wow. then he's been in sales and training forever and he owns a marketing company on Ellis. So yeah, he's everywhere. He's is the one that, that kind of got me really into in networking. marketing and sales? And it yeah. is actually. Mm-hmm. Some people actually call us the Hallmark couple, which oh, is yeah. pretty funny because as every Hallmark movie goes, you know, they hate each other and they both have to work together and yeah. then fall in love at the end. That oh. was exactly us for four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except you didn't have the the Colorado back- backdrop, the, the Colorado Inn. That we have the Okanagan. And the Okanagan. Yeah. It was literally yeah. 30 minutes from me coming in from Vancouver, moving back here. And I was in a boardroom. In comes Mark walking. And I was like, wow, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> really did not like him. And um, we both got hired. Instead of them choosing one of us, they hired both of us. So we were wow. forced to work together. So this is like yeah. a romance. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So there was the my meat cute there. Yeah. And then where did it all kind of come? Like, um, where over like- the next couple of years, I ended up actually going back to Vancouver. I think I managed to work with them for like four months. Went back to Vancouver, but I kept the, the work here. So I was back and forth every two weeks. And in those two weeks, he would switch something and move another marketing thing. And I was so mad. We still make fun of like some of the, the options and choices that he made. Overall, I know only admit this once, he was right in some places. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah. And after, after probably two years or so, I had actually removed myself from marketing. And in Vancouver, I had gone back to Vancouver and my modeling career had spiked up again. And I was really, really into the auto and auto industry there. So I was working on sales training and um, eventually when I got tired of that, came back to the Okanagan again and was hired by his marketing agency. One of his partners actually had hired me. Mm. And so I got to work with some local companies here and Mark was on set and I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. And he ignored me the (laughs) whole day. And I was just like, what the heck? And I sent a picture. I didn't recognize Mark. I like did not recognize him in the time I was gone for like two years he changed dramatically and so I didn't actually recognize him as who he was and I sent a picture of my best friend and he's like you know who that is right like that's the guy you hated <laughs> oh my god so I bring it up to Mark we're laughing and he's like oh yeah he didn't even recognize me at the time so that was actually pretty funny yeah and then we just kind of stayed in contact from there but every time he got close to even asking me out I ghosted oh. I was gone <laughs> and so we've actually saved all of our messages and it was like periodical, like 90 days was oh, his wow. max between yeah. reaching back out. Like, hey, how are you going? And like, we might have a modeling thing. Never do I get hired for another modeling thing. Yeah. It was like, maybe we should meet up for dinner and talk about it. And I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, eventually one day um, I did actually go to dinner with him. And after that, he, he left town for like maybe four or five days. And we haven't actually, when he came back, we have not spent a single night apart from each other since. Oh, yeah. this, this Friday will be our first <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. it sounds to me oh, like the so universe sweet. had a big hand in all of that for it sure. Did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It definitely did. It's like, yeah. man, these people are not listening. It's funny that you say that because I, after our first date, got the universe tattooed onto the side of my, oh, my yeah. cage, actually. Yeah. Aww. I was like, God, we're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his tattoo there. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww. yeah. Well, so that sweet. is so cute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I right? So are you guys like, so because you're, you're, you know, career is so different than most of us right? Yeah, right? Um, and you're getting married and I know this is the most but there's also going to be that question like are you planning on having children how we're actually not okay yeah. there you go I actually I know I actually can't have kids and oh. neither can Mark so it kind oh. of worked out really well oh. for us when we first got together because he was he was uncertain about asking me at first and I was actually relieved <laughs> so, yeah. so I was like oh my gosh so we are going to get a dog though that's yeah. okay. That's I will, I will be a dog mom. 
Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And well, then you know what? You'll be able to sustain your career, which is great. 100%. So what I thought you were going to ask was the question about, because uh, I feel like I think about this with all movie stars, is how do you maintain, like if you're in a movie and you have a sex scene or kissing scene, yep. how does that play in your relationship? I haven't had to do one yet. I've auditioned hey. for some and they have actually reached out to us. So they actually have intimacy co- uh, coaches on set. Wow. So usually the scenes you're watching in a movie, there's like 40 people standing around you. Yes, it's and not as intimate. Most I of the time they're not that. fully naked anyways. They'll have like nude covers somewhere. Yeah. Um, but Mark and I have talked about it and he's like, it's work. Yeah. do what you have to do for work that makes sense but usually the intimacy coaches they are literally on there to make sure the camera's positioned just right that what you guys are seeing is really an illusion and like none of that's actually even happening mm. so ah. I'm okay with it well because I was thinking when <laughs> yes. you said that I was like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt well, right? some I mean were the angles right? doing something else because something happened <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. and she's pregnant yeah. <laughs> with twins yeah yes. so, well no. I think there is obviously chemistry sometimes right mm-hmm. And it's usually when you're, you know, you hear these stories about movie stars being on location for months at a time and away from their other person or whatever, right? Yeah. So I guess it, but you did say that you don't, you're at hometown. So you go home to your husband this every is, night. So. This is hometown. Yeah. yeah. So that's home base. Anytime, if they were ever going to send me somewhere, I've told people, they're like, are you going to move to LA or anywhere else? This is home base for me. Yeah. I've always come back. If I went to Vancouver, I've lived in other cities. I've always come back to Kelowna. So did you yeah. grow up so here? I did not. I was actually... um I raised in Smithers, BC. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So for a while, my whole world was about 1,500 people. Yeah. And then uh, I got to go to Vancouver in 2018, actually. And that's when I saw like the most people ever and was like, what is <laughs> happening in the condo I moved into? There were more people living in my condo than there were in my hometown. Oh, that's hilarious. That and I was right? like, this is crazy. <laughs> so how old were you when you left Smithers? Uh, when I left Smithers, I left when I graduated, but okay. I went just to the next city and I went to Prince George. Yeah. Schooling was a little cheaper there. I became an esthetician and that's what brought me to Kelowna. Wow. Yeah. So when I moved to Kelowna, I actually, I cheered for the Okanagan Sun and I was running a spa downtown oh. and then I got injured and I couldn't be a massage therapist anymore. So. Wow. Ah. Yeah. Sounds like you've Again. always been very motivated. Like, yes. Yeah. Very, my whole family's like that. They're very ambitious and nice. driven. So. So I do know someone from Smithers, but I can't remember her <laughs> mar- non-married last name. I'm going to look it up later. You'll look it up, but I guarantee you, I'll probably know. You'll know, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like someone else famous is from Smithers, BC. Because uh, there's I remember- a few. Yeah. It's one of those towns where it's either a funnel town that you go back to, or in order to get out as a kid, you're winning scholarships and going out. But Alex yeah. Cuba currently lives there. Okay. And okay. so he's Grammy winner. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Dan Hamhuis grew up with my brothers, actually. So okay. played for the Canucks. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's a few of us there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, rem- I feel like someone, a celebrity was talking about, yes, they often reference Smithers BC and I can't recall who A lot of now. stuff is starting to get like filmed now in the area that, or people know of it, like uh, oh. The Grey with Liam Neeson. Yeah. Mm. That's all filmed there. Um, oh. Eight Below with Paul Walker. That was yes. filmed there. And then I believe, I think it's called Mother with Jennifer Lopez. That was just filmed there like last year, I believe. Oh. So it just came out this year. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you're road looking road. for Antarctica or you're looking for Alaska themed stuff, that's uh-huh. where they're filming it. Is that <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So you moved from, so obviously it's kind of a, you did a big climate change then coming to Kelowna. Completely. (laughs) I was so shocked. My mom actually, she keeps our Christmas photo from my very first Christmas here. And I'm in a tank top and a Santa hat and everyone else is in sweaters because (laughs) I went from almost minus 40 to like, I think it was like 
minus 10 here. Yeah. yeah. Middle of winter. Wow. I was so mind boggled. I was like, it's so warm. This is a lovely. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me now to go out in that, no, I've climatized. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we acclimatize very quickly. It's very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Like, right? it's, yeah. yeah. People are like, oh, you're from Edmonton. You're the winter's here. So I'm like, no, no. no. it's still <laughs> bloody cold. Yeah. It's still you know? freezing. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not going to do the cold plunge. <laughs> yeah. Well, except at Sona, because she's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did it, but I didn't. You, you did. You were funny. I feel I like would. I go in the lake now is my cold plunge. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's still so cold, right? It is actually yeah. really cold this year. Yeah. yeah. They've actually, I'm the Okanagan Mermaid again this year. So it's my second year. And okay, what is that? Yeah, we did not know. Okay, so have you ever seen live mermaids? Like people, I know in Australia, in other states, yeah, you'll yeah, see them swimming in tanks and things. Yeah, we have yeah. a tank here, bars that do it. But little kids will get, well, I'll get hired out to go to birthday parties and just hang out with kids at the pools. Um, I can be out on your boat. I've gone to like just. Oh my god! I didn't know any of it. You oh my god! Mermaid. Oh I'm my god! Just totally <laughs> working a mermaid. Her, you mermaid are you guys yeah. hiring? Because that's something I would like to do. Go to people's pools and boats. I actually really want to. I want to get. I only have three tails at the moment, but I want to get into oh actually god, showing people it. how to swim and train. And I actually do want to oh. go get my certification. So. My um, maybe you just need a handler to, to come. On, I actually come do. To the pools and I the do boats. need a new handler this year. Actually. Mine has gone wow. on. So oh. that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay in the pools right now. I've gone like three times this year and it's very, very cold, but very cold. Yeah. this time of year, the lake's turning. So yeah. I, it's a little more dangerous because I have all the sticks and things. So I got to kind of wait for them to wash out. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The city yeah. of West Van has a camp where you like wear a mermaid tail and yeah. you swim in the pool. Yeah. My friend's kid went, it's crazy. It is one of the bigger gatherings in, in the, on the West so far. Wow. wow. Yeah. My dream's go to Florida though. The ones there, it's. Huge, hundreds and hundreds of mermaids. So where'd you get your tail? Yeah, can I, I get, a, get tail? a tail? I was actually sponsored by oh um, Naughty Girl Essentials on yeah. Ellis. So yeah, Michelle was really into it. She sponsored me and said, we're gonna we're doing this mermaid chase. So this year there's actually gonna be the, uh, the Okanagan Mermaid Chase or the Amazing Okanagan Mermaid Chase. So it's kind of like the Amazing Race, but I'm actually gonna be sitting out with one of the tickets floating out on the lake. So oh. the city's all approved it. And so that should be happening in about August. Oh my gosh, wow. I want to go. This is, this is so cool. Get on your boats. So tell me. me about your tail because I'm picturing like sequins and skin it's tight. Actually, uh, my first tail is actually made by Finfolk. Okay, and yeah, so, so they, so the whole tail is actually a skin that goes over top. And it's, so it's fabric. It is pink and purple, some wow. white accents. And inside of that, I have a plastic frame that frames a lot of the tail. Inside of that, I'm actually wearing a monofin, just like a uh, free diver's. Mm-hmm. Use so, really? and I'm wearing neoprene, and that's all hooked in there. So I'm there are layers. That's why I have a handler. They do have safety latches, so I can get out if I needed to. And um, I think the hardest thing ever is really once you get into your tail. Then getting in the water is the motion that you have to learn to swim. But once you start going, you can you can go meters at a time. Oh, so you're it's, legit swimming? I can swim oh my that. gosh, yeah. I want to be a mermaid. Everything in there is controlled so much by my ankles. Yeah. Okay, I'm like picturing like, like a lounging by the pool mermaid. No, you're, you're doing lounge, it. But I can sit there. She I can, can move my swim. tail. And you're swim. using your tail to yeah. swim. Oh my and gosh. And last summer, I actually finally figured out the swimming and now I can actually, I can swim. <laughs> oh my God, my mind yeah. is blown. How many mermaids are in this thing? Um, Right now, it's just me. They are looking at another one because there was a girl that was with me last year, but she's gone. And then there's actually a second um, girl in the Okanagan that actually does birthday parties and things as a mermaid. So we're hoping to invite her to do it. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My kids will love My it because they've been always like, we've been on the, what is it called? Fin Fun? Fin no, Folk? Fin, fin Folk? Yeah. Whatever. The, yeah. They call it Fin Fun. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Fin Fun. Fin fun. <laughs> uh, the tails. Yeah. But I'm like, I was always worried about because kids. In it's the a, pool, a safety it, thing. It's a safety thing. So right? that's a really big thing. And every mermaid that you're going to meet, they were they will tell you, do not wear your tail without having a um, 
without having a monofin inside because mm-hmm. that's where it gets dangerous. And so a lot of the time it is, we're talking about kids when it comes mm-hmm. up because they just want to slip that little tail on and jump in, but then they have fabric wrap around their feet. Yeah. When you have the fin mm-hmm. inside and the, um, the monofin, yeah. then yeah. it actually holds the frame and it's actually built for being in the water. And so that actually stops you from mm-hmm. getting twisted up. And I would imagine it works latches. with your feet a little it bit does. better, right? It's, yeah. So monofin is just the two flippers. They're combined as one. Oh. And Finfolk actually made it into a mermaid tail shape. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like free divers. That this go is down. so fun. Maybe yeah. you should also run a camp for kids about mermaid tails. Oh, like I would love to. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like you have three another, kids who are going to come right now. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Including me. I'd yeah. be like, yeah. I'll be there too. Oh my gosh. We should run in my new little pool condo. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you want your kids to meet a mermaid, I'll show up. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my God. That is maybe the, like we've talked about a lot of cool things and this is clearly what's blown us away. <laughs> what what am I doing this boat? I think oh my boat. gosh, yeah. I should totally do boat tours and then instead of Ogle Pogo, we'll see the mermaid now comes. Mermaid comes. Yeah. Oh, Done. and like, well, my buddy, the Ogle Pogo is swimming around out there somewhere. Yes. So. And you could say yeah. you just saw him and or her and talked to them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. one of my favorite, actually favorite days ever was testing out my new tail. I went down to um, the Tuxin Beach, just in front of the Delta there. And so I'm testing in the water and the rocks were all pretty. So I'm trying to do the little aerial stuff because Little Mermaid just came out and I'm yeah. stoked on that. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but um, this school of kids came by and I, I think it's the cutest thing ever when I see like the little kindergartners and they all have their little buddy that they have to hold and yes. on a chain. Yes. So about 17 of them come by and all you were like, oh my God, oh my God. And like, there's like, it's a mermaid. And they're screaming. It was the cutest oh thing. Gosh. And so of course, I'm freezing. I didn't realize how cold the water was at that time. And I had to instant put on my Disney smile. And so I respect Disney actors so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smiling. They're like, wow, like what is it like being a mermaid? And at that moment that they walked by, I was planning on getting out. Yeah. <laughs> so I stayed in an extra about 40 minutes for them. And they're just like, wow, aren't you cold? I'm like, no, I'm a Northern mermaid. I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. Northern mermaid. And they're like, my legs are falling off. This is why she's a great They're actress. like, can we be friends with you? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Like, you have friends? And I'm like, well, the Ogopogo's my friend. And, I'm like, and I'm like, and they're like, well, where is he? I'm like, oh, he's out catching some fish right now. And like, they're talking like, can you be friends with the mermaid? I'm like, absolutely you can. Yeah. So, oh, that so, is yeah. so great. <laughs> I love that. And probably at some point you're like, well, now I got all day because I can't feel anything. So we're yeah. good to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm numb. I'm Pretty much my numb. first, probably my first three times in the lake every year. I can't walk for a few days afterwards. It yeah. is worse than leg day. That yeah. is for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet that's a heck of a workout. It is insane because the tail itself, once I'm all hooked in, it feels like it weighs as much as me. Yeah. So that's, that's okay, a lot. Well, here's and a gazillion, get water in there. Gazillion so. dollar business idea for you. You yes. sell the mermaid tails and you host a workout thing in the lake. That's there you go. In the lake. Yeah. Or find a pool. I think your kid cap should also be in the lake. Really get the true effect with the like mermaid yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. there she goes. Oh. <laughs> Sing along. Hello, Ariel. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. That's so going oh, back goodness. into like, you know, acting and, you know, because there's a career where you're constantly put on like scrutiny and judgment. How do you deal with the mental? Mm-hmm. I'm, of- I'm thankfully very fortunate. That's where I can thank my mom. So thank you guys for being moms. <laughs> yeah. um, she made me pretty tough. Um, I, I've actually witnessed that with a lot more actors. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel it. I don't really let people's judgment come on me. I just, I am me. Yeah. And I'm usually the weird one that you have to deal with. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I know early on when I first started, I was a little more um, aware and I'd get a little nervous and then you get in your head a lot, yeah. but you really do have to, training courses will really help, but really just make sure you're always motivating yourself and talking to yourself and at, like affirming that 
what you're doing is what you want to do. That is what you love to do. You're doing it right. Don't let people like bring you down. Um, and I've done really well with it, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, but um, I think I think one thing that, that thankfully you guys as moms, just to like put out there with your kids all the time is to just bring up their confidence. Because what mm-hmm. the problem with, the, like the question you asked me, a lot of actors struggle with it with their confidence. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it go two ways. There's like no confidence and they give up on their dream and the, or they listen to people and you're like, that's not why we loved you as an actor. They change. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to see them, um, um, sorry, lost like my train of thought there. Overconfident. Yeah. yeah. And then you, again, don't want to work with them. And then there's actually a third one where a lot of actors, you get sucked into your role. And mm-hmm. so I, I, that's the question I ask a lot is how do you get out of character? Mm-hmm. And thankfully I can do it. And I have to really never get in character in the first place, which is kind of hard to tell people. I am Sequoia. So I always tell people I'm just Sequoia. Even though I'm playing this person, I am Sequoia. Because I've seen actors get sucked into the character so much that as soon as they're out of character and maybe they came to an interview or something like this, they they lose all their confidence. That character could be confidence. They were the character. Mm. It's the weirdest thing to oh. see. It is so mental. Yeah. And I've watched it happen. So now I'm just like, hey, who am I? I'm Sequoia. She is confident. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm Sequoia playing that character. So I'll say when I played that character, it's never as... As whatever. Whoever the character was. So yeah, you'd have to have really strong self-awareness and yeah. self-identity, yeah, right? Very. To really know who you I are. I look crazy if you saw me at home. I have mirrors all over my house and I will talk to myself in the mirrors and I'm just like, oh yeah, you got this. Okay. I, can like, you're Sequoia. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Like I yeah. kind of want Evie to like... I've been thinking about putting things on the mirror to like boost her confidence. Like I, talk to yourself 100%. in the mirror. I talk to myself in the mirror all the time and I got I really into like on, morning affirmations and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. do that on my mirrors. I have like in Sharpie, I write mm-hmm. things and I write on my girl's mirrors like, good morning, I love you, Same. you're beautiful. Like, Aww. yeah, yeah, just to... I go and write a Mark's mirror right? in the morning too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leave a little yeah. note. Don't forget to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take out the trash. Out the trash. <laughs> I'm watching you. I think that's so interesting you said that too. And I feel like the other thing is people all have different opinions. Like I remember again, when I was younger modeling and going to these casting calls and it'd be like one person would say, you know, oh my goodness, you need to lose 10 pounds. And then another person would oh say, gosh, no, yeah. no, oh no, you're perfect. Don't lose an inch. Like you're fabulous. We just have to do something about your nose. And then the other person would be like, no, your nose yeah. is fine. We got to do something about this. I did and not I re- know the, no, the word body dysmorphia yeah. until getting into the industry. That is huge for people. Like and, right. and everybody's always asking like, how do you deal with it? I never really experienced it. Yeah. And modeling, I'm so blessed. I never experienced it during modeling. Well, it was acting that actually brought that out in me for a bit. And yeah. I freaked out. And thank God I had Mark as a partner. Cause yeah. he was like, you're beautiful. Like you're gorgeous and stuff. And I'm just like, but it's weird. It looked weird. I was gaining weight and losing weight for roles. Yeah. And I was like, it was, my body was just carrying itself different. So how I knew how to act and who Sequoia was, she'd always been the same. Yeah. Suddenly it wasn't Sequoia anymore. And it was like, okay, in my head, I'm like, this is the new Sequoia. This is 2.0. But like, well, I must have been like, like aware at a young age or something. You have I to d- have a team around I you. I just for remember sure. feeling like I was aware of the fact that you're never going to please everybody. So yep. if I would have ran out and lost 10 pounds for that one person, the next person would be like, you're too skinny. You, yep. Like everybody had a different opinion was the point I was trying to make. Like, so how do you ever, you know, if you try to please one person, you know, if they say like, oh, you need to be taller or fatter or slimmer or whatever. You're never going to make everybody happy. No, it's impossible. And you have to have that confidence and that self-awareness of who yeah. are you. So I think that's a really good model. These are my qualities. This is who I am. And that's it. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. You will never please everyone. Yeah. You have yeah. to please yourself though. Yeah. Because overall, I, like especially mentally, 
Yeah. That's what will take you down. It's not going to be yeah. everybody else. It's going to be you mentally. Yeah. So teaching and, our kids that if they yeah. want to get into And then surround show. yourself by the people you want to be like or who you admire or people mm. that are actually going to give you that appreciation and gratitude back to you. Yeah. So I always think like, how can I create value to the person I'm around? And do they give the value back? Because I, in my experience, I, especially as an assistant, I was a giver. I will give, give, give. I have nothing to give you. I will figure out what kind of value I can find to give you. In a career, it helped phenomenally. I was the assistant that I will be holding a tack in my hand before you asked for it. And I've had it in my hand for 30 minutes. I knew you were going to ask for it. But then in life, I was just giving and giving. So suddenly I want friends. I pulled out of like the corporate career and especially as an assistant, it's pretty lonely. You mm-hmm. you are living your world around someone else. So pulling mm-hmm. out of that, I finally had friends and friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to start recognizing like, you know, who's actually leeching off of me. So mm-hmm. um, there's actually a quote that I I have it around my house on my one of my mirrors actually. When I worked for John, uh, he was one of my best friends. And I used to say that he was the light, the light in the room when he walked in. And I always yeah. admired that because I didn't think I was that. And he told me one day, it was right before he died, actually, that um, I was his light guardian. He said, you always protect my light. And so he explained it as um, if there was a light bulb in a room, um, he can't see the difference between a moth and a a butterfly. But I would always point out who the moths were. So the moths Mm -hmm. are going to see your light and they're going to come and they're going to cover it. When the light goes away, they fly away. Mm. But a butterfly, they just shine in the light and their wings look beautiful and they make their surroundings more beautiful. Oh, I got goosebumps when you said that. Yeah, so... It's always one of those affirmation things in my head is... Yeah, moths and butterflies. Be the butterfly, not the moth. And then oh. always be aware of who the moths are. Yeah. Oh, be aware of who the moths are. That's yeah. good. Oh boy, I feel like that's oh my a mic God. drop Let's moment. Let's go look for those moths. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm just hearing that it must have been quite a journey of self-discovery as we all go through in life in, in you know, but to do it in the public eye is a whole different ballgame, right? It or is to crazy. do it in a in a you world are like always that. being watched. It mm-hmm. is it's kind of yeah. weird. I can see how people are like, this is very invasive. Yeah. But I don't know. I just had to make it fun because I knew that was that would be something that would drive me crazy. Because yeah. that's all you ever see. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like you're saying your kids, they see 30 year olds playing 16 year olds. Yeah. I was seeing the 16 year olds that were forced to be 30 year olds. Mm. Yeah. And so watching them, I was watching like childhood actors that I grew up with. Yeah. They have either completely succeeded or gone downhill. Yeah. And a lot of them, it went fast because it was too much pressure and they were in the light so much. I think yeah. that's like, it's a huge turning point for like Hollywood. We were watching everything they did. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. They have no yeah. privacy. And so I was so aware of that you, getting into yeah, acting. So speaking of privacy, like how do you deal with that? Like, mm-hmm. do you have any privacy or because you're aware that you are, you know, a public f- figure, you're doing all this stuff, do you just allow yourself to be, to be? I just allow myself to be. Okay. And it did, I go off and on a little bit with it. Sometimes I'm like, this is too much. I'm mm-hmm. like, leave me alone. But other times, yeah, I'm just, I'm me and I just have to accept, you know what? People are going to, people are going to see you whether it's on camera or off camera. This is the world we live in. I didn't yeah. grow up in like, I don't know, the seventies or eighties where people weren't recording you 24 seven. I, I grew up with the cameras. Yeah. So for so me. So do you watch like, because you're the public eye, do you watch what do you do? Like, does that hinder who you I truly are? I used to do are? it a lot, but yeah. then you get in your head and then you forget to even be yourself. Yeah. And that's when mm. with all my mirrors around the house, I'll be doing something. I'll catch myself and be like, what? And I didn't think it was me. So mm. now I just have to be like, you know what? That's Except who I am. Who I am. I, that's who yeah. I am. Yeah. And now I'm actually, I can laugh at myself now. I'll see some recordings. Of people are like, oh, I caught you over here doing this and this. And I actually, they could be laughing at me 
And I'm just laughing with me because I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's hilarious. Or I'm like, oh, I look so cute. Or you caught me a candid moment. I'm like, that's a real smile. Yeah. Like people are like, you look dorky there. I'm like, I'm actually smiling there. That's yeah. real. That's real. I think it's cute. So what yeah. I'm hearing is that you've gotten really good at grounding yourself. I have. And really just like being in your own, being in who you are, as you said. Very and that's mm-hmm. like something good for you because you are not that old and it sometimes takes a lifelong <laughs> journey to get there. So good for you. Thank you. Um, when we were talking earlier about uh, with kids and things, it's interesting because I often think that like sometimes when you see these roles and it sometimes ends up being a breakout role for these kids and it's something that was either a very promiscuous role for a young child or something that was like they were playing like a drug addict or something. And I always look back, I always think that must have been a really tough decision right. as a parent. To- well, even just thinking like the age I am, I'm like, how do you get into that mind frame of that character? And a lot yeah. of times it's experience or a lot of actors will go yeah. and they'll find um, someone to look at and study to be yeah. like, you're my my study project and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll watch what are your movements because you're actually an addict or something. They'll go and study them. What does a kid do? Yeah. Like, how does a kid actually learn all of that? Yeah. So that's just, that's crazy for their mind. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't even understand it. So, yeah. And it's got to have some lasting repercussions. So, let me ask you this um, in line with, you know, we've heard the stories about like the casting couch and things oh, yeah. like that. Have you ever, have you encountered any of that? Do you feel like there is a little I, bit of that? I haven't in acting or anything, but modeling. That's mm. what got me into mentoring the younger kids. Oh. So do you explain what, what the casting couch means? Because yeah, not everybody's going to oh, know so, what those... So casting couch is basically like where you sleep your way to your roles. Like oh, there's, you okay. know, where... Yeah, like totally a, not what I And thought. it was a big oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. Big thing in Hollywood where um, people in power were just yeah. taking yeah, advantage kind of, of the, the, Me Too the new... Movement, right? yeah. The new actors and models and like mm-hmm. influencers mm-hmm. that were coming out there. They were like, well, you could have this role. But like... Yeah. I could pick somebody else. So like, what are you going to do? Like they, yeah, right. they totally yeah. use it against them. And that's another thing with children. Yeah. Like they, if somebody's in power above you, like they, a lot of them don't know how to say like, no, or like, yeah, you know, screw this. It isn't worth, it isn't worth it. Yeah. Or so, some actors have talked about, you know, with their com- comfort level of nudity yeah. or what they yeah. wanted to show and felt really pushed into doing something that they didn't feel 100%. comfortable doing. Right. And so that's what I found a lot in modeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, actually when I started modeling, I actually started as a nude model, but I, uh. And the reason I pulled away from it was more when like OnlyFans and stuff came out because people were like, oh, you're an actor, you're a model. And they're like, so where's your OnlyFans? I'm like, I don't have one. Like, you must be a dancer. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. But then I had people start coming down. I call them the Karens. They would come at me and they're just like, they're like, that's disgusting. Or they're like, what what do you think your grandkid's going to say to you if they ever find that picture? Because I live in the world of everything's recorded. Yeah. And I was like, I can tell you for a fact right now, find a photo of me that is not gorgeous and beautiful. I'm like, if I have children, they will see it. The only nude photos I did, I was behind a tree somewhere, Mm. whatever. There's a little side boob in like two or three of them, but it was never just full frontal, whatever. I knew what I was comfortable with Mm -hmm. and what I would say yes or no to certain things. Yeah. I was finding new models that started to look up to me or reach out to me. They're like, oh, hey, like you worked with this person or have you done this? Or what do you think here? And um, I started to hear like, it was a lot of the younger ones, the new ones coming in. They just wanted to get in so fast and they didn't want to use the time to build up a portfolio and stuff that uh, you were just hearing horror stories. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was like photographers or somebody were like basically taking advantage of them or it could be something just simple as um, asking before you touch a model mm-hmm. was always a big thing. And so like I could have a bra strap off the side, but like ask the model first, mm. ask me first and then be like, can I fix that? I'll probably thank you. I'll be like, thank you so much because I can't see what you see from your side of the camera. Yeah. If you just came up and touched, I'm going to get that weird feeling. It's going to throw off 
the art that we're making. Right. Yeah. So I started working with a lot of younger models and I was just to mentor them to be like, you know, you, you, your space is yours. Yeah. Like, you control boundaries. that. Yeah. We set some boundaries and, and then a lot of like the casting couch stuff started coming out and stuff. And I was like, this is where it came from. Mm, I yeah. can see that. So I'm very fortunate to have my own boundaries. Yeah. So. But yeah. I mean, like when you're starting out, cause like there's a modeling show, I forget what it is on like Netflix and stuff, whatever, a final act or cut or whatever. And you still see these young girls coming into the modeling world and they're just starting out and they are trying to set their boundaries. But the team... Mm-hmm. of directors and you know their whatever is pushing them pushing and, pushing. and making them wrong for having those boundaries mm-hmm. so is the industry changing because right now i, I could i turn so on the society TV. we need to change that because yeah. then it's as you'll still you're gonna see that that's always yeah. gonna happen but then if society was like less acceptable of that and we yeah. were like you know what, that's not okay you wouldn't have that team pushing yeah. that much yeah because i mean you know you're looking and you know as a girl young girl, a lot of us had these, oh my gosh, we looked up to models and wanted to be like them. But then, yeah, like the constant criticism and that constant, you know, control over your body and your who you are kind of started, you know, for me anyways, going, mm, I don't think this is such a good idea. But Want, having our kids watch these shows too. Like, what are we we showing them right now? I watched like before, you know, we, I knew you were coming. So I just wanted, because yeah. I haven't watched one of those shows in so long. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is still happening because, you know, you hear that there is changes, yeah. you know, with um, putting, let's say, body dysmorphia and all the eating disorders. It's, it's becoming a little bit more, um, not, we're more aware of it of what actually is going on. And there are agencies that now do not allow, you know, you starving yourself. There, There's different body shapes and sizes, heights and, and, and whatnot. But do you still feel like, are we moving fast enough or are we still stuck in it? It's just like this front uh, that we're, we're putting on for- I think we're moving super fast. But I think that's what's making us stuck is they're trying to do everything all at once mm. without listening to what everybody's point of view is. Like a huge thing is like, can you step out of your own shoes and step into somebody else's or have a third person view and look? Mm. Because they're probably like, oh, we got to fix this problem. And everyone's jumping onto the, hey, we got to solve the problem of this This girl wants to set boundaries into this. Well, has anybody stepped out and looked at why is the team pushing for this? Yeah. What right. caused them to do it? Like you have to, you have to break it down at every single level, not just one. Otherwise it's going to fall apart again yeah. over and over. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. I, when you said that, it was like, that just sounds like conflict management in general. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, let's just take everyone's perspective into yeah. play here. Right. You know, everybody deserves Instead to be assuming. heard. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was wondering too, because now, like you said, there's the fans only pages and, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram models, like they're all self-made, self, whatever. How do you find the industry changing? Because there's mm. a lot more competition. There's a ton of competition, but I think that's, I think it's destroying the art. Yeah. And that's what pulled me away from what I thought it was mm. beautiful. So I, I was very insecure. And actually John used to call me um, the little wallflower. I would hide in the shadows and stuff. My mom called me a little ostrich. I would cry and hide my head if you talked to me. (laughs) So when I actually became a model, it was by accident. I was with a friend and somebody had taken a picture 
And this photographer they were working with, he took a picture of me standing in the window as I tripped. <laughs> and this like curtain kind of fell in the front. And he was like, come over here. And he showed me in the camera. And I remember I was cried. I looked down, I was like, I'm beautiful. That's the moment I remember saying, I'm beautiful. Oh. Other people have said it forever. I, I actually know now I did not truly believe it until I saw that. Mm, and wow. that's what got me into it. I was like, this is art. It's so beautiful. And I could go take pictures myself. I still didn't see it. But when it was their point of view, then I would see it. Yeah. Mm. And so I did it really for me. It was, I, I loved the way it made me feel and it was beautiful to me. Yeah. So well, when, it is an art because I mean, to, to everything, you know, there's, it takes two. It's the model and the photographer. Exactly. You're creating creates, together. Yes. And I feel like when I pulled away from modeling, that that was a big thing. And it was hard for me to explain that to people. They're just like, well, why are you going? Why are you doing this? I was like, because it's not art. When it's I had those people coming up and they're like, oh, you're a model. I'm like, oh, like, where's your OnlyFans and stuff? Or what is this? Or how, how do you, how is somebody going to judge you on this image? I was showing you the image because I was like, look at how gorgeous this shot is. Yeah. We weren't seeing the art of it. And it just kind of, it got kind of scummy to me, I guess. And, uh, it started to make me fall. I fell out of love with modeling a little bit. Yeah. And it was basically me allowing people's judgment to mm -hmm. get in my head. And um, I feel like that's happened a lot now that Instagram and OnlyFans and stuff like that has become mm -hmm. popular. And then uh, the other thing was Instagram was a thing for me. Um, when I went modeling, I had another model um, get upset with me. And so I started finally experiencing like, female on female kind of hate <laughs> yeah. and that's scary I'm yeah. I'm a bro <laughs> I will yeah. hang out with guys any day girls kind of scare me when they get mad yeah. so, <laughs> there's a lot um, there I remember one for, uh, photo shoot I went to this I probably only had maybe I don't know 3,000 followers something on on Instagram so people I genuinely knew all these people and um, this photographer took all these photos and he was shooting for a designer and the designer picked to have me come back and this girl got mad because she was an influencer that was picked because they wanted her in the clothes. A huge amount of people are going to see it, right? She had like 50,000 followers and stuff. She got so mad and I could hear her yelling about me to them for mm. not picking more of her photos. She got three of her photos picked and I got 10. And I, it sticks in my head. I heard the designer say it and he said, you, you looked amazing in that dress. And I said, she, the dress looked amazing on her. And the model never heard it. And I heard the difference there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I went in, I'm like, I'm presenting this guy's art. Mm -hmm. The designer wants his clothing shown. I was just a mannequin. I'm yeah. not supposed to look good in the dress. The dress is supposed to look good. I'm supposed to move in a way that the dress sells. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, that's an art in itself, being yeah. able to do that. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I noticed that was going away. Yeah. People were getting really selfish and just mean, and it wasn't art anymore. And I didn't want to work really in that industry. So mm. it wasn't until earlier this year that I actually came back to modeling. Wow. wow. Yeah. As a now more enlightened. Exactly. Now you're enlightened going exactly. back into modeling. And <laughs> honestly, the big reason I had, I had a few people, some, I had a 14 year old girl reach out to me on, on Instagram and she had heard something I said, said it actually stopped her from committing, committing suicide. Wow. And it was me talking about just this, this yeah. stuff in general. And it was my view on things. And, yeah. um, um, that hit me really really hard. Yeah. I have no idea who this girl is. She's living in a different continent. And she's, it was somebody filmed me in a background saying something and that changed, literally saved her life. Wow. Yeah. So that was huge for me. So now I know with modeling and acting and the way I've come back and just having built up my professional career, like I can actually influence and I hate on the influencers like I was. <laughs> I can actually just be like a better influence. So my goal is actually just to be a really good role model and mm -hmm. somebody that they can 
emulate. So let me just ask you this. This popped into my head and we are probably running oh, close sorry. on time because, no, that's not your fault. This happens all the this time. This is our we, problem. We are like, it's we, need problem. A, we need a nine hour podcast um, and with intermissions. Um, but how much of it is filtered and, you know, doctored and things like that? And how much of it is, you know, props and things like that? Just, I know that's not a- For like me, a, me in general yeah, or just like- the in, the, in the world, because I think- In the world, the, everything. Well, in the world, everything. But then how much of yours, like when, by the time- Time we I get try to the be, photo. I try to be pretty much completely unfiltered. I actually won't let. Do you a lot get of to have a say in that? I do. You do, and that's just another thing. Everybody actually does. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You can even like photographers that get you signed contracts. I have sent them back, and I'll be like, I actually own the copyright of this. I got screwed over once, and it was because photographers they own they own my image for ten years, and I cannot use it, cannot alter, cannot anything, and they made me look not like me. Mm. Yeah, it was awful. It happened one time to me, and so it never does again. I, if I sign a contract, I look. I, I own that copyright. I will tell them like they're not allowed to like airbrush me and change things and everything. I am me, mm. and the reason I am successful is because I'm unique. Mm-hmm. With airbrushing and changing and touching up everything, everyone's trying to be the same thing. Truly, and I think that's what people don't realize is like the weird kid is the one that's going to stand out later. Yeah, and I nannied for a short amount of time back. A few years ago, and I used to only work for the family that had the weird kid. Mm. But I'd interview the parents in the family, and um, I always found it hilarious because you'd find that one kid, and I'm like, maybe the dad wanted him to be like football player or something. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this kid's talking about science things, and I'm like, I'm fascinated. But like, I'm like, do you see what this kid's doing? I'm like, that's the next Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm like, yes, he's being bullied right now. I was even bullied at at a time, but. Yeah. I'm like, that kid, I'm like, give it 10 years. Everyone who's bullying him is going to come back and be like, oh yeah, I knew Jesse then. That's what Amy says about going back to high school. And I'm like, so my biggest thing, nannying even. And that's what I say mothering is the best freaking job. Like that's the hardest thing. Like you're Mm -hmm. literally influencing the next generation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If we can just encourage these kids to be weird and everybody just be unique, then you're going to get those different views. You're going to get those ideas. Because when you really think about it, Everybody being the same, society kind of stays the same. And then there's that one weird person that pops up like Einstein's like, I have a yeah. theory. <laughs> in a world <laughs> where, where we're trying to put everybody in a box and figure out exactly. everybody's similar. Be the black sheep and jump over the fence. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. Hi. Well, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Once guys. again, we wow. could yeah. just carry on for hours. <laughs> yeah. Really. It's like, wow, this went by so quickly. Time flies. I know. I'm <laughs> having yeah. fun. fun. Especially on topics on, you know, like say self-esteem and body mm-hmm. image and because yeah, all that topics. stuff is, you know, happening in the world and with social media so much more now and like with all the filters from Snapchat. Yeah. I yep. mean, how many times have we used filters? Mm-hmm. I try not to. See, yeah. I love using them when they're like, there's sparkles and stuff. It's fun. Like yeah. Being able to recognize that you're yeah. using a filter. I yeah. have met a lot of females, males too, but mostly females where they literally will make you delete a photo, take it down, and they won't stare at their own photo because they don't like it because they judge it so hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's a filter on there. Like, yeah. your nose looks weird because there's a filter on there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you took a real picture of yourself, like, what are you thinking of that? Yeah. I like the ones that make me look tanned. Yeah. <laughs> and I find those right. ones, I'm like, okay, I like that one a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, well, Sequoia. You're welcome. Thank thanks you. for having me. Yes. Yeah, that was, yeah, was lovely. Fun. And then also we have a public announcement yes, to make. Sad this news. We have oh, some sad news. Yeah. So Amy is leaving the show. Amy is so leaving today the show. was her last, last day, day yeah. for us. So we wish you all the best in your new adventures and endeavors. Aww. And you are welcome to come back at yeah. any time Aww. and host uh 
It'll be so missed. Yes. So, well, I'm not leaving the Okanagan and I'll be around. You'll still be sick of me, but, um, (laughs) but yes, just, uh, the regular, regular seat here will not be taken up due to many personal things. But, um, I want to say thank you to girls for all your love and your grace and your understanding, your compassion. And, um, we are doing big work on this show and uh, we have had some amazing guests and I've been absolutely honored to be a part of all of it and to host this seat. And I will be back anytime that you'll have me. Yes. And yes, we will we'll definitely you. have you back. Yes. Aww. And you're always welcome. Aww. Yes. Anytime. Well, careful you wish for. I'll pull a Dr. Brett and be like, yeah. <laughs> You were on the official last Amy show. Oh, yeah. And this was my first time and on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, you're cool. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. New beginnings yes. all around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. till next time, we'll see you. Okay. Till the next Bye. time. I'm Bye. On. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. So tell us what's going on in your world. What's what's working? What's not working? How we can support you? What are some good topics? And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you.